Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. This week, it's week 22, and we're calling it The List. So my name's Mark, and I'm the one that tries to hold it all together. I'm joined by AMJ, that's Adam Morrison-Jones, and Mr. Paul Tingey, who are our trained kind of comedians that uh, give us the funny stuff in this week. So, we're going to be chatting about supermarket troubles... Uh, going way when a glass is dropped in a pub and when it's not suitable to do that. Uh, we talk about the Scottish place that's now making battered pickled onions and some chocolate onions as well. So, hmm, could be interesting. And we also talk about the coin mountain that's been created due to most of the UK going contactless. So, there's a huge mountain of coins somewhere. Could Scrooge McDuck swim in it? Hmm, maybe. Uh, we also talk about the comedy night that's happening in Dover next week and our new feature that's coming very soon from Dave the Elephant. Find out all about that. Uh, we talk about going to the gym when the pub closes because, you know, that's obvious, isn't it? Why would you like? No idea. Uh, and we talk about how fat we all are. Well, I'm not as fat as the others, as it turns out. I haven't seen them for a while. Maybe, maybe we should do Zoom. I don't know. Anyway, and then the one thing that does come up quite a lot this week is the list and it's a list of naughty comedians that's been created recently and it's been causing quite a lot of controversy in the comedy world so all that lot coming up in this week's show so sit back and enjoy another week of free men and a little virus has it got to the point where you think he's actually the elephant now like he's a separate beard so did you hear that did you hear that voice message no uh, can so you, can you do it in his voice? Uh, no. Oh. Mm. I love the things you didn't even attempt. No. No, no, no. I'm not even going to attempt. See, look, he's, uh, he's put, I've not been notified of a call. Join us then. Join us. Join yeah. us on this the dark 21st side. Century. Join in. <laughs> Be part so, of uh, this. How's your week been anyway? My week's been pretty stellar, to say the least. Uh, I'm so glad. Hey, I'm so glad tomorrow's Friday. I can't wait to have the weekend off. Yes, Friday. Oh, look oh. at that. Here he is. It, it, oh, hello. It, you can see his ugly mug. That's scary. Where's Just the cheese shine. from it? Cheese, <laughs> Where's the cheese? <laughs> oh, you're not very nice. To Paul, but nah. oh, he wasn't even notified of this of this phone call. Oh, we just thought we just thought critters had fallen down the toilet. Nah, see, we we thought we thought you'd uh, you'd done something to Paul. No, no, I love Paul. He's a mate. He, he puts a roof over my head. He gives me peanuts, and oh, I know Selma's not going to eat them. She's allergic to them. Oh, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. She also, I've read Paul say that she's allergic to his nuts as well, but I don't know what he means by that. Wow. Um, when a man loves a woman, 
sometimes the man wants the woman to love him a little bit more, Dave. Special nuts that look a lot like peanuts before they've come out of the shell. <gasps> Just like that. He Just wants like that. someone to hold his glance. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, today, like this week, the screensaver in my ad has been, I'd to get the corporate letter. And just like really inappropriate. I've had two meetings this week. And like, you know, when it just goes quiet for a little bit. And that is all that has come in there. I've got, oh, so I'll get the corporate letter. Corporate letter. So any promotions this week, AMJ? I'm doing all right, actually. It's not too bad. <laughs> I'm just happy to get through the week at this moment in time. <laughs> well, I've managed to change. change my role has changed slightly at work. At last, I uh, I got promoted to the, uh, the 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 business development manager uh, a little while back. Yet I was still doing most of my operations manager role as well. Yeah. Uh, it's only as of uh, just yesterday, as it were, as we're recording this. So this week. Uh, finally, I've uh, handed most of my operational stuff over to our new regional manager. So it's like, yes, tag, you're it, you deal with it. That's a nice <laughs> so, feeling, isn't so I, it? So I haven't got to worry about all the day-to-day stuff now, which is oh. nice. So I can, I can uh, put my feet up a little bit. Uh, and you do your that job. job. Never saw it advertised. Nope. I wanted to work with DJ Critters. Oh, there, there's plenty of jobs going at the moment. Yeah, yeah but... None that's got the moolah to persuade me. No. What moolah are you looking at, Paul? Let's just have a look on, on Indeed on this episode of Free Mental and Little Virus. <laughs> what do you but want bas- to do? Basically, when I say the moolah, it means that I get to sit with Crudland and have tea and biscuits with him all day. I'd well, like you can do that fun. anyway. You just come I around my house. Yeah. I only work Although... in the office one day a week. The rest of the week I'm at home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I think my work might get upset if I did that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. This this has been the strangest week like I've had for a while. I've had more gigs this week, literally, than I have for the entirety of the year in my calendar. And I don't know what's happened. People it's are great. going, oh, let's go out and go to it's a nice. gig. And for the first time in bloody ages... And we have all gigging with each other. Yeah. yeah. Next week. I see that. Yeah. Next first. Week. Which is, is a bit next of fun. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Should I'm be interesting. Wow. <laughs> she find out after listening to this. Yeah. She don't she listen. Doesn't. She don't. And no. the only reason my wife listens is because uh, when I'm editing the show, <laughs> so she's she is it when I'm editing it. Uh, I sometimes play it on loudspeaker to kind of entice my girlfriend into listening to it. <laughs> I know you could have say entice her into um, into the bedroom. I don't think with... this would do it for anyone. If anyone's using this to help them get help them get their sex life going, good on you. Helps me, get going with it, myself. It does. Sometimes I just laugh so much. I want to yeah. have some fun. And that, I will that be. Dave the elephant. That does it for me. It does. It's oh, don't you dare use my my voice as a, as 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 your inexplicable bank, you dirty rotter. <laughs> inexplicable bank. Be no characters that never made it. <laughs> that, 
Oh dear. So, um, how, how's your week been, Paul? How's it been? Yeah. A bit of a weird one, actually. Um, yeah. I've achieved a lot, but um, I can't believe it's been a week. I, I feel like it's only about two or three days ago that we recorded. It does feel well, like that. It's been exactly a week. I've, I, I had a terrible incident yesterday. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I went to a popular uh, supermarket in Herm Bay. And uh, I like drinking Coca-Cola. I just say I really like it. It's a great thing. It, it stops me drinking Red Bull. So I decided... Oh, I to... Coke Zero. Oh, wow, this is what I've ended up with. Because I picked up the 24-can box of Coca-Cola, the last one left, and it just fell apart and they rolled everywhere. And you know one of those moments where it was like a Mr. Bean figure was like constantly trying to pick them up and make it look like it wasn't me. And then just ended up with Coke Zero. And what one old couple found it the funniest thing they'd ever seen. And for some reason, as I'm trying to stop swearing at the moment, and I don't know why I said it when it happened. I went, oh, Jiminy Crickets. <laughs> you know, I saw a, a lady have a, a, an interesting incident with a trolley in um, Morrison's the other day. We was, uh, like me and Sarah were stood there looking at the, the cream cakes, as you do. And uh, all of a sudden, this woman had, uh, had like a, the smaller trolleys. And all of a sudden, it fell over and tipped all of her shopping everywhere. And she was like, oh, oh no, no, what's going on? We went to help her pick up everything. Noticed that the trolley only had three wheels. Hence why it <laughs> fell over. And it's like, yeah, but, but she'd managed to fill most of that trolley and use it with just the three wheels. Yeah, it was one of the front ones that was missing. And uh, yeah, it was all the way up to that point. And then it fell over. And it's like, how was you even using this? <laughs> Why is it oh, even in use? <laughs> exactly. And how have you got this bowl without going, hold on a minute? Yeah, exactly. Uh, her beetroot salad, God, it looked like there was a massacre. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most middle class thing you've ever said. <laughs> her beetroot salad, <laughs> massacre. So was yeah, there yeah. any like perishables on there? Like things that... Like, I like the idea of her just to be carrying like ten jars of cream. <laughs> if only that would have been quite, that would have been quite exciting. But no, the, the most of it was the beetroot salad, just just beetroot <laughs> everywhere, big mess. Do you know what I did the other? Oh, where I work, um, they they tumble, so they skin and wash uh, beetroot all at the same time. And it's up to like six, seven hundred kilos done at a time. And when the machine empties, it looks like we've just loaded up all the people who are getting sapped up against the wall and literally fired them. And there's blood, <laughs> it just looks like blood draining down into oh. the into the into the sewers. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Nice. <laughs> there's something about that, isn't there? I'll tell you something that I've realised. Things that you do when you're younger, like when someone breaks a glass, and I reckon this comes from school, like someone would drop a tray, the whole room would go, way, weren't they? But I've realised yep. working in old people's home, when an older person smashes the mug, do not then be the one to go, way, because no one joins <laughs> in and you just look cruel. <laughs> I've My never time. had more beadier eyes on me than that moment the other day of just going, oh, I thought this was funny, but evidently, no, no, you're just angry at me. <laughs> my, uh, my dad shouts out, sack the juggler. I like that. 
That's a good one. Set the juggler. I'm going to try that one. I reckon they'd like that in the old people's house. Mm. I reckon they'd like that. I, I remember being in Amsterdam once and someone smashing a glass. And like, I went, way. No one joined in, but the bloke who smashed the glass just looked really, really angry with himself. <laughs> and you know, when you're just like, oh no, I'm going to get beaten up here. I didn't. I don't think I did. I was high. I just, I'm just thinking about the amount of places that I've done pub quizzes in all over Kent. And there, there was one place in particular where someone, one of the barmaids, dropped a glass and it smashed. And I went to do the way, but I stopped myself because no one else in Gillingham Golf Club did it. No one else was joining in. I thought, well, this is a classy establishment, isn't it? And I actually <laughs> said that over the microphone. I said, you could tell when you were in a classy place because no one went, way. And that got a laugh. Well, Luckily. that's it, though. That's how you can tell, like, the, the quality of a venue. If something breaks and no one goes way, you're in a classy joint. Yeah, if that was they, the eight bells, like you would have got people joining in, coming down from their flats. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, walking the three miles right. from the toilet just to come and go, way, way. All the flats even got kicked out of because the new landlord brought it and told everyone <laughs> to get out. No. <laughs> oh, I like a bit of satire on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Talking of satire, Paul, were you on that sex list? Yeah, what's no, this about? I, wasn't. I, I, saw, I saw your <laughs> you conversation. Sorry, Mark. No, I just said I've seen this conversation between you guys, but I don't know what's going on. What's what's happened? Before we have it, I need to tell you what Sharon Jackson, my agent, amazing person, <laughs> rung me to tell me about this list and went, Don't worry, you're not on it. Like it, there was ever a question that that would be a thing. It's like, oh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for clarifying that I'm not on a sex list. I'm going to message the people who made it and tell them what you've done. You should do. That, 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 Christmas in Hull. Christmas in <laughs> <laughs> Is there any reason not to be on that list? That Christmas in Hull lets me off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 yeah. So tell us about this list then, AMJ. What's going on? What's the basic? What's going on, AMJ? So basically, they somebody thought it was fun. No, I'll tell it like it is. So if you're a comedian, uh, there's a few Facebook forums where people post gigs, and like it used to be, like if you needed a gig to try out some material, you go on that. But for some reason, someone who was rem- named nameless posted a list of people that they believe to be sexual predators in an amber and like uh, a red light setting. So there's a few people we know on that. I'm not naming anyone. One in particular that was so ridiculous. It was like, no, you people are idiots. Uh, But apparently that's what people do in comedy. Now, instead of working on their actual craft and putting time and effort into being funny and working on that, they just want to out people, which they have no right to do. And it's also illegal. I think it's called, I thought it's, it's liable, isn't it? Completely liable. You can't yeah. just pull out without a trial. So someone posts this and then backtracked on it and said, oh no, it, it's a joke. And it's, it's, it's a weird joke to make, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite an odd joke, like in the current climate. Because hmm. it, it could ruin people's careers. Oh, yeah. Even and if I... comedy isn't their career, 
they could end up getting sacked from their place of work because somebody said, oh, this person's a sex offender. I mean, one of the people who's on the red list as being um, a a real threat, a a physical danger to women or or to men, um, it's a a strong fart would blow this person over. So (laughs) I can't see where they've... Is it me? Yeah. Did you just say? Have you not seen the size of me recently? A, a, A strong fart from yourself. A strong fart... No, I, I might push myself forward a little bit, but... Well, could, you, could you accidentally assault someone? Is that what we're saying? Is that how you end up on the list? I don't know, one incorrect part and you accidentally fall on someone. That's what happens now. That's the world we live in, Paul. One fart and that's you on that list. No, but I'm with you what you're saying. You can't just out people for stuff like that and one was someone very he's been quite open that he was put on this list because he makes jokes about people who are being sexist and stuff like that and that is his stick and it just really it just really annoyed me it's Mm. like no no one's got the rights to do that and if you've got a problem with someone in that don't book them just don't yeah bellend yeah (laughs) Uh, on that note, shall we live There's things up a funny, bit? It's nothing funny in it, but I'll be honest, it was quite a dark subject. Yeah, it was. So, so let, let's move on with some weird news. Oh, um, I've got a I weird found... fact. Oh, go on then. What is your weird fact? What was Kate Bush's uh, real name? Kate uh, Drew. Nope. Don't, don't know. Catherine Minge. Really? Might be made up. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting ever closer to that list. He is. As the minutes go on on this podcast. Well, you know, if there was ever a list that you wanted to get on, it's not that one. It's not, it's not that one. Oh. But um, I want to move on about a story about food, actually, because uh, everyone likes the stories about food. And, uh, you know, Scotland is very well known for basically battering everything so you're on a miles bar stick it in batter you're on, you're on an apple stick it in batter <laughs> they do all sorts in batter now there's a, a chip shop in scotland which have come up with a new tasty snack as they're calling it i mean batter, i like batter. the place <laughs> batter, batter. <laughs> <laughs> yes it's batter that's been battered no um, i like the name of the place as well it's called the codfather so well named well named on that done is they have battered pickled onions oh so basically what they are is onion barges <laughs> that's pretty much what they are well, battered exactly... pickled onions which are the, the british equivalent of an onion bargey but everyone's loving them and uh, he's making a fortune by selling them up there well, how much do they retail for well i'd be surprised actually i thought it was going to be more than that i've just seen the price myself you can buy one for, and they are only the um, the normal like silver skin onions. They're not massive onions, but yeah, fifty p each, or five for two pounds. Well, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. So yeah, if you want to, if you're in Scotland, you can get up there. Um, it's of course where the uh, deep fried Mars bar was uh, created in in Scotland. Not at this shop, but yeah. 
so yeah, the shop itself, Codfather Fish and Chips in uh, Campbell Slang, Southeast Glasgow. Yes, it's a game changer. It really is. It used I to be love a Codfather it. in Dover. Did they? Did. Yeah. yeah. Remember the old Codfather? Yeah. I remember. But, uh, go on, name Joe. What do you remember? I remember being in Edinburgh once and thinking I'm hungry. And like, bearing in mind, I'd had a macaroni pie by then, battered everything. And I went to this fish and chip shop and I just wanted a battered burger and chips. And I said, can I have a battered burger and chips? And he gave me two massive quarter pounders that were battered. And I went, I only want one. He went, no, that's the portion. <laughs> and that, that's when you know you're in a different place where you can't just have one go no no it comes in two it's like what who, who would just eat two battered quarter pounders i bet me. you did yeah have good, you seen but... the size of me lately <laughs> oh, wow i couldn't see around you <laughs> you're not that's, you're not that big that's hurtful um uh, but did you uh Last I year, around you because you were sitting right in the door of my in the doorway of my car. That's what I couldn't see around you. That's what I meant. Um, I generally thought I you th- cried though when you said that's hurtful. I had a really yeah. horrible moment. Have <laughs> we finally broken each other this far <laughs> in as it finally happens? I mean, oh, I'm going to I'm going to be honest uh, with you. Last, so you talk about battered onions. Yeah. Last year, uh, for Halloween, somebody brought in. Um, toffee apples and chocolate covered apples. Ooh. Ooh. Strange twist on the one that she gave me. It was a chocolate covered onion. Oh, Ooh. nice. I'll be <laughs> honest, the chocolate brought out the sweetness of the onion and it was <laughs> it was quite nice. That sounds really good. I don't know, I don't know if I'd try that. Chocolate covered onion. I, 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 I can't get on with toffee apples. Really? They're never great, are they? Like, you get into them and you're like, oh. I haven't had one in years, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. I always feel a bit kind of... Everyone I've ever had, the apple's always been a bit dodgy underneath. Oh, it's always the cheapest possible apples that they use for them. The ones that are just about to go out of date, so they cover them in toffee to uh, preserve them and go, yeah, it's fine. (laughs) Just hope for the best. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Why is it brown on the inside, mummy? (laughs) it's halloween (laughs) this one's green that's fine it's a witch it's my new catchphrase that's halloween you seen the news that's paul's one so i haven't really got one (sighs) you have what (sighs) it's the sigh when you start talking (laughs) it's the sigh oh (laughs) oh my golly gosh these bloody idiots later (laughs) yeah (laughs) sake can, can I just say as well, like, there's nothing like sighing on a radio. You wouldn't get it on any other show. Uh, I'm just like, ugh. It's always been a fine staple of this uh, show and living the dream live. Well, it's only going to last a few weeks. This pandemic weren't going to go on forever, but... I know, we, I know. We're, no, we're, we're, we're here for the next three years. We are, so, uh, yeah. What? Get used to it. Oh. Oh, I'm hoping to be a big international star by then. So are yeah. we, Dave. And I'm going to bring you lot with me. Ooh, don't bring us down. Oh, I have to bring you down to talk to you. So I'm only two foot two and I don't always have my French stick stilts. It's true. He does <laughs> need his French stick stilts. Yeah, yeah. 
What happens when it rains? Then I don't use those stilts. Otherwise, <laughs> it'd be a soggy, doughy mess. So what I do is, I, I that just... That sounds like Paul. Uh, oh. <laughs> I put it in the side. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, really. What I do, what I do is I've got Geraldine's shoulders. And sometimes I'll sit in her ears because then I'm even taller. You know what, the other day, we, uh, indoors, my wife turned around to me and went, I could feel a giraffe. And I thought she said, a giraffe. And I went, what, Geraldine's here? And she went, no, don't be silly. <laughs> I was like, yeah, talking down to me like I was a toddler. <laughs> I, was like, I, I like the idea that you heard giraffe and thought it was feasible for a giraffe <laughs> to be in a house in England. You never know. Yeah, where's your nearest zoo? Howlets and Port Lim. Here we go. We've got those oh, two. And no, Wingham. There's, there's giraffes, no giraffes in Wingham. Wingham. There's hey? giraffes in Wingham now. Is there? Yeah. Ooh. That's where Geraldine oh. is tonight. She's ah. hanging out with her mummy and daddy. Okay. It's getting weird now, isn't it? Just see how yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, we've kind of opened up a universe of animals. <laughs> but it's a good yes. weird. Wait a minute, it's just my life and Geraldine's life, mate. It's a good life. It's not stories, it's not universes, it's my life. It's now it's or never. Now or never. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be on the list like Trevor. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the song's going to go now. It is. He'd <laughs> love that. Uh-huh. I'll keep my trunk down. Hey, hey. Talking of Trev. I've got an interview with him soon for this very oh, yeah. podcast. I was going to say about the new feature, because we've got we've got one regular feature, which, of course, is the film review. That's a point. Have we got a film review this week? We have indeed. Well, hey. Uh, and then there's a new feature coming by Dave. So, Dave, tell us about the new feature that's coming soon. Yeah. So, basically, Paul's helped me name it. Uh, we're going to call it Dave Discusses. And it's just going to be me having a chat with uh, some of Paul's friends. Okay. I can't wait for this. They're just just uh, random mates or anyone in particular? Well, so far confirmed, we have uh, the big GD. Uh, that's what he wants to be known as. Uh, we have Rolf Glitter, um, Trevor Feelgood, uh, oh, and a major coup. Who's he? Never heard of Major Coup. It was because you've not been in the army. Ah, yeah. He was a pigeon. (laughs) 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 That's going to be a new character. Major Coup. He was in the army. He was a small pigeon. Stressed out pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't seen what I've seen during the war, son. He was a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Too bad he I find pigeon. that very disrespectful. <laughs> why? He's a flamingo. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that's why he... <laughs> in the army. Yeah. And the reason he became a major for was because he was really good at putting his foot down. Ground <laughs> control to major coup. <laughs> 
He's a flamingo, and you think you are one, two. No. Let's be serious for a moment. We've got a proper TV personality. Have you got a vet building? I've not got a vet building. Derek Akora. No. Well, what am I going to do a seance with him? Yeah. <laughs> we could. We could just make that shit up. Have you got Paul O'Grady? No, I've got Paul. Paul, I have messaged Paul O'Grady. Yeah, he's not far away. Uh, It doesn't matter. It's going to be on Zoom, mate. uh, Skype. Vic Reeves. No. Mark Simmons. Ah. He's he's quite local as well. Oh, he's London now, isn't he? Yeah, he's coming off. I can't believe he's agreed to do it. No, I can't to be honest. For no fee as well. Yeah. Uh, I messaged him going, oh, by the way, Simo, uh, fancy talking to me for five, ten minutes for an interview for Paul's silly little podcast. It's rubbish. They give out four listeners. And he went, all right. Yeah, I don't see why not. I can't do his voice. <laughs> I uh, are he you loves record... Jimmy Carr. <laughs> he does. Are you are you recording it next Thursday? No, I'm not recording it next Thursday. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. So when are we when when are we starting these uh, these new features then? Um. Well, basically, as soon as I've got one recorded, I'll send it over to you. All right. Cool. I'm yeah, hoping no to get like two or three. Do- oh, oh, another one. He's a friend of the. He was a friend of Living the Dream Live. But You've got the guy I've... from La Friends Pizza. Oh, I wish, mate. <laughs> but... Business is down. Business is down. Corona. It's not down. I had pizza from him earlier. Buy one, get one free. Ah, uh, we, we, we know he's paying for your dinners again. <laughs> Sadly, plug that there. Can I just say, you can't beat Coca-Cola. I've I've got to be honest with you guys. A couple of weeks ago, I had uh, some cheesy chips from the Friends Pizza, and what made it even better was it has really hard days. I have to sit down and relax in my corner sofa. Supplied to me from Gary, the Sofa King from Sweet World. Visit them at sweet-world.co.uk or visit their store, nine to eleven London Road. Sweet. Um, Probably your ad, probably the advert will now turn up on YouTube and it's like watching a small film. Yeah. Have you seen it? It's like five minutes long. It's like blooming that's Gary's biography. Yeah. I directed it. I haven't seen the whole thing. (laughs) And as a young man, he realised one thing. He had a thirst for comfort. I I think I watched it all twice. Drinking the the fabric softener. Yeah, really shouldn't do that. (laughs) You shouldn't drink comfort. It's that old joke, isn't it? Sadly, my granddad passed away, but luckily he died in comfort. He drank some fabric softer. Uh, it's not you... my joke. What are you going to do? Put me on the list? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not funny. Go on the list. When's that going to happen? When's there going to be a list of people who are just <laughs> When's that list going to happen, eh? <laughs> These people out there are utter bellends for years. Oh. We're waiting for you to make it. I'm going to make it, just post it on something really random, like the Canterbury Residence Group. Uh, by the way, 
We've sort of like gone off topic. I was trying to tell you who else we've got, friend of the show. Oh, sorry, Dave. Dave O'Flynn. Oh. Ah. He'll get us a few, a few listeners in. Yeah. He's got loads of friends. Dave, when uh, I presume Paul booked these prestigious bookings, did he mention it was you interviewing the people? Yes. Good. Well, that's so, why you managed to get. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Tiggy, is it? No. I'll be honest. That's why I'm even more shocked that um, Simmons said yes because I said you'd be talking to Dave the Elephant. <laughs> Maybe he thinks it's a real elephant. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he thinks this is amazing. It's going to be an even bigger break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine this is a thing? Like Dave the Elephant gets massive off the back of this. Dave the Elephant. <laughs> so we still didn't figure out if he was an African in, or African or an Indian elephant. Boys made and killed toys, Ashford. No, he's an Ashford. Do you know what? Do you know what the difference is between an Indian and an African elephant? They live in different continents. And one's an elephant. What? See, my jokes are wasted. I say, what's the difference between an Indian and an African elephant? One of them is an elephant. Ah, I see what you did there. That, that was yeah, good. Yeah, it was just an Indian. Oh, dear. Just! <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the list, Mark! <laughs> <laughs> That's me screwed then. That's my comedy career down the drain. Get you, but I didn't have one. Don't so I've sent you guys the, the message that I sent to uh, to uh, Simos. Don't read it out loud, though, if you do. Edit out, critters. Either <laughs> be by Dave the Elephant. Can, can, you, uh, can, can you please refer to every correspondence we now have as, hi, Mr. Big Shot? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Mr. Big Shot. Like, I know it's not true, but please, to just now and then. <laughs> Oi, Simmons with your podcast. Yeah. You're still getting interviewed by an elephant like the rest of us. Yeah. And you, and you can see him live at the Louis Armstrong next Thursday with me, Paul Tingy, Ravi Holy, and the fantastic Mr. Who is it, Paul? Dave the Elephant. I've forgotten the dude's name. I feel absolutely awful. <laughs> You're a very He's good not... promoter. It's not my gig. Is it not? Whose no, gig is it? It's it's Sarah Bowles. <laughs> not Sandra. So it's not Sandra Bowles or Sharon, as you decided to call her. <laughs> yeah. Hey Sharon, is there an extra spot? It's like who the hell, Sharon? <laughs> and I knew what you did. I knew what you. I watched what you did and just left it for my own amusement. <laughs> he doesn't realise he's asked for a gig off someone called Sharon. Little Thanks, did you mate. know they requested him anyway, so he was fine. There we go. Mark Simmons, Ravioli, Paul Tingey, Luke Adams, and Muck Adam Morrison Jones. Exactly. Bit, a bit Mook weird. Adam. I'd see it. Yeah. Can I be MC, AMJ? No. I'll let you keep the extra money. It's, it's not, it's, there's no extra money. I like to see Ravi Holy though. I haven't seen him for ages. I'm friends with him on Facebook, but I haven't seen good. him perform for ages. He is very funny. It's a really good lineup that night. I'm happy to be part of it. It'd be lovely to gig with Paul again. It, it's it's uh, and then we're doing it the week after as well. We but, are. 
At the Self Heard, uh, we stand and deliver comedy. Same material? Uh, no, this is Probably. all going to be brand new material for me. What, what, yeah, what about, what about AMJ? Uh, it depends. Uh, I, literally, I went on the other night. It depends with, like, what he remembers. Yeah, it yeah. depends what I remember or, or what the audience have heard a thousand times. I thought it was funny the other night to go on with, like, I found this stool backstage and it looked like a drum. So I started playing the beat to We Will Rock You. And I I, I don't know why I did it, but I was singing, Rishi, Rishi, Sunak, we want our jobs back. And uh, and then, yeah, I don't really know what happened after that, but I remember people laughed. So, yeah. Good. Well, at least people laughed. Exactly. I, th- I think they were more awkward. That is that man just banging a stool? He's clearly <laughs> angry at something. Is there, is, is there going to make this a weekly thing? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest. You have to ask Sharon. You have to give Sharon a ring. <laughs> see what she Shut thinks. Up. So this is <laughs> next Thursday, 29th of October, at the Louis Armstrong in Dover. Yeah, if anyone's interested, book in advance. Why are you interested? Uh, how do you book them? Uh, give them a ring, or I think message on their Facebook for social distancing and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Is it just going to be there, or are you uh, live streaming it again? I just think it's going to be there. I was a bit shell shocked after the last live stream. When <laughs> <laughs> you learnt how not to use a phone holder. Well, the thing is, who has a phone ho- holder that turns your phone off if you clip it to a slight angle? Uh, oh. uh, my wife does. Uh, bloody wish. <laughs> oh, it's not the place a genie gave it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have three wishes? What do you want? I'd really like a nice phone holder. If you had three wishes, what would you do? No, I asked I asked Mrs. T this this week. We were watching Aladdin at the time, but what what would your three wishes be, Mr. C? Um, I don't know really. Um, I've never really thought about it. I've got everything I want. Oh, hey, it's like it's like when I get asked what I want for a birthday and Christmas. No idea. No idea at all. Just give me some money. <laughs> I I, ju- I just want uh, Miles Morales's Spider-Man game at the moment. Ah, yeah. It's on the PS4 as well, which makes life better. I suppose what I want is uh, a big upgrade to my um, rate sim racing rig because I've got a like middle of the range one at the minute. I'd like a full on big, you know, like ten grand's worth of uh, racing rig. That'd be pretty cool. I I my first wish was to um. Eradicate world po- uh, poverty and hunger. Ah, uh, nah. What would you do after that, though? What I'd do after that? Have um, a, a house. My um, house is nice. You've a got house, a house. Uh, yeah, it's in um, a, a nicer house where the boys can have a room each and not have to share. Oh. Uh, I would like. But aside the... from being slightly selfish, Anne Jane. That's all right. It's quite nice. <laughs> Uh, I would quite like the swimming pool from DuckTales with all the money in. I'd quite Woohoo! Like that. That'd be great. Yeah. I loved your little DuckTales woohoo vet, Critters. Yeah. It wasn't wasted <laughs> on me. It so wasn't wasted on me, DuckTales. Woohoo! I'm glad someone noticed. 
The only problem with that, though, always worried about how the hell did he swim through all those coins. He just... He's made of liquid. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think he had as much money as he led on. I think we've discussed Scrooge McDuck before. I think we have, yeah. yeah. As we know, most of that was probably just loose change. Yeah. That's all not like if if you were to do a British one, like the highest a bit amount of money you're going to have is two pounds, isn't it? Yeah. But you can't. You clearly can't fill a building just with two pound coins. You could. It's a bit weird. Well, you could, but I don't think you could get a good swim out of it. I think you could. Uh, I reckon I if you took every two pound coin in circulation, you still would fill up like a swimming pool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a small swimming pool. Did you ever think about that? And it wasn't really a swimming pool, was it? It was his. It was his bank vault. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It was, and he always Although, used yeah, to go in, in a striped basement. You said about his two pound coins. Have you seen that the Royal Mint are not going to be making any two pound coins or two p coins for the next ten years? Why? Because there is a coin mountain in storage. Hence, bloody Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Scrooge's duck has got all these uh, two pounds and two p coins, they're, uh, they're not going to make any more because they've got like a massive amount. Because uh, mainly because no one's, well, not many people are actually using cash at the moment. And two p's so, the weirdest of all coins, I think. I, I, I tell you what, copper. I don't like the copper. No. I don't like it. The pennies. Um, what? <laughs> you said you don't like the copper. So uh, the police. Um, I I went to draw some money out at the last comedy night um, because I always put a little bit of my own money in with the the donations um, that go across. And the bit that really upset me was it the the cash point said ten twenty. Uh, sorry, it was all in multiples of twenty. I only wanted to pull a tenner out. So I clicked other, but it thought I clicked 300. So needless to say, I went very much so into my overdraft. Um, (laughs) And I I then went into the bank the next day to discuss what had happened. And they said, oh, which bank machine was this? And I told them, and they went, oh, yeah, that needs to be recalibrated. It's been like that for a couple of weeks now. Loads of people have drawn out too much. Some people have had their credit score affected because of it. Huh. That's um, <laughs> good of them. Sort it out then. Yeah, sort of putting out an order sign on it. Yeah. <laughs> Is the credit score affected from it as well? Yeah. Surely that's enough. You mm. would have thought so. That's annoying. No. I can't remember the last time I actually took cash out of a machine and used cash. I've never actually had, I haven't had any cash in my wallet. So much so I haven't actually carried a wallet around. Since the start of lockdown, I've only had my, uh, I put my, uh, I've my card in my pocket, and away we go. Yeah, it's, it's odd, isn't it? Like all I've really earned is like wages. There's been no kind of bits of money from gigs. Mm, it's weird. Weird. People are actually yeah. just card payments and asking and pay bank transfers, all that sort of stuff. But people aren't using cash hardly any well, anywhere at the moment. I mean, there's some places they've got signs up saying. We are not accepting cash, which, of course, is illegal. They have to be able to accept cash. Yeah, they can't run as a business. I think it's part of the thing you signed 
well not side, but I think it's part of like a business charter or something. Yeah, apparently, I don't know how true it is, so don't go trying it and getting arrested because it's not my fault. Um, apparently, if you offer to pay with cash and they say, no, we can't take cash, then you have to try again and say, look, I have cash, here is cash, pay cash, and they go, no. Uh, apparently, you can legally walk out because you've made reasonable attempts to pay. Um, if they have a sign saying cash not accepted, you mm-hmm. can't because you've already been forewarned. But if uh... they don't have the sign up for warning you, you can. However, the business also has a right to refuse any sale, no matter what the circumstances. Um, and they still have a liability of keeping their stock in check so they are legally entitled to stop you walking out with said item. Oh. There you go. So I did say don't try it just in case. So but if anyone does want to try it and let us know how they're getting on, don't 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 come to us crying that you got arrested. Criminal episode yeah it's breaking the law but in a fun way that's what we're saying like if you are <laughs> going to break the law make sure it's comical so it's like it's like staying in a bar after 10 p.m <gasps> Ooh. you know what some people are doing actually that we've noticed because uh sarah sarah cleans at a uh, at a at a 24-hour gym in dover at the weekends one thing she's noticed is that when the pub shut at 10 o'clock People start going to the gym. That's <laughs> They've been weird. going to the gym, hanging out in the gym with maybe one person using the machines while the others stand around just chatting. And it's like, surely you I should hope they're be members. in here. I hope they're members. Well, we're, get, we're getting that a lot. We're getting that a lot with the with the alarm going off saying, unauthorized entrance, use your key fob. And it's like, you shouldn't be in here. And they're all like, you know, I had quite a few beers. I've seen it because I, I, when Sarah's cleaning, I, I go and do a workout. I use the machines. So I've seen it as well. And it's just, but why are you here? <laughs> you, you should well, go home. But if I'm pissed, like the worst place I can think I could possibly go to, like, I don't know if I'm wired differently. And I think, oh, like usually before 10 p.m., kebab house. Yeah. But I can't think of anything worse than like, do you know what? The gym. Just looking yeah. at what you could have been. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. I don't get their mentality. I don't know why they're doing it, but they are. It's People are doing it. Yeah, yeah, and if you're going to get drunk, do it properly. This is the thing that annoys. Don't go to the bloody gym, you idiots. Go I mean, sit I, I, somewhere, like in a park. Come on. Like, <laughs> people aren't even drinking properly anymore. <sighs> I'll be honest. You said have a look at what you could have been. When I go to the gym, I look at what I used to be. Oh. oh, is it because What's you're the... actually the poster boy for the gym, so you're over yeah. it? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Tiggy's gym. Paul. What are you laughing at Tiggy's gym for? I just think that'd be the greatest thing. Shall we go on a diet for charity together? <laughs> well, the thing is, I keep thinking about this, but I think about how, how would I raise money for it and stuff. I mean, I lost £10 last week. Because yeah, that's because it went wrong. What you spend uh, on? I lost just under five kilos last week. What? I'll tell you what, I'm up for it. If we can figure a way of both doing like a sponsored diet, Mark, I think you're a lot fitter than both of us. I doubt it. 
Or, or we could all do it together, because if I, I feel I've let a charity down, except the doggy sanctuary, I'd feel pretty bad about it. I'll be honest, you two probably weigh a lot less than me right now. Um, so before my, my weight loss, I was just over the 20 stone barrier. What's that in kilos, though? Because I've been working in kilos recently at the gym. Um, I shall just let you know. With my handy brain converter. What, what's, what's that in I can't believe it's not butter? <laughs> um, I, how, how big are the tubs of I can't believe it's not butter? 500 mil. 500 mil? Brilliant. They normally buy, go by grammage, but I'll work it out for you. It's <laughs> because I'm looking at a can of Coke. 500 yeah. grams. <laughs> 500 <laughs> mils of butter. How much do you weigh then, AMJ? Uh, 18.5 at this current state. Really? How's he out? How much? 18.5. Ah. Kilos, um, that's good. Would you like to know my kiloage critters? Go on, Anne. 130. Ooh, 130. Kilos? Yeah. I was going in kilograms. Yeah. So what's 18.5 <laughs> stones in, in kilograms then? Work that one out. Uh, 117. 117. It's not that um, much. But I I was 84 seven years ago. Um, oh, yeah. uh, how many kilos are you, Critters? 97. 97? Well, lightweight. You've not even got over 100. And I, um, I was over 100, and then I started getting to the gym, and it went down. And then, of course, muscle weighs more than fat, so it went back up again. So. That's why I'm so heavy. Yep. It's all uh, muscle. Yeah. Insulated uh, muscle. So you weigh 213 pounds. Let's work out what that is in um, stonage. That's exciting, isn't it? Yes. Info statement. Is... How fat are you? What a good game show. <laughs> this is it. Like, in other podcasts, I've never had Wait, this. Higher or lower? Yeah. <laughs> And pick up, how can you raise money for charity? Got a Fifteen diet. stone four. That's not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. Deal with it. See. But I'm getting there. You know, going to the gym at least twice a week, sometimes three times, depends uh, what I'm up to. After you've been to the pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you still booking your uh, your times? No, I don't have to because uh, my fob is a uh, all access um Management fob. Oh. Well, the thing is, last time I went, I forgot to book, and I was like, "Oh bugger!" <laughs> but I still got in. Mm. Mm. But I think it's because it's used to me going at one, two, three o'clock in the morning when I do go. Now, right, fair enough. And it was the nineties, weren't it? Actually, I never went to the gym <laughs> in the nineties. I did. Only because uh, I was driving for Stagecoach at the time and we had corporate membership to Dover Leisure Centre, which cost us the grand total of £1 per year. That's so really I had good. full access Ooh. to the swimming pool, the gym and everything. So uh, that was uh, that was good. So every time we had like, a lunch break, I'd be around the gym and in the showers and then back to work. Or if we didn't have time, I'd just go from the gym straight back to work and then um, stink the bus out of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and then drive the bus around town and people going, what's that smell? <laughs> Must be him. 
it's weird not having that leisure centre there anymore, isn't it? We drove past it the other day and was like, it just feels like part of Dover's really gone forever. Yeah. I learned to swim in there. Yeah, I did. I've not actually been in the new one yet. I've not. It's nice. Yeah? Yeah. See, still haven't been. I said I will go out there because I want to go for a proper swim. I haven't had a proper swim in ages. And it's one of the good activities that, you know, it's good for my back. So yeah. it doesn't put strain on me uh, on my legs. So I, I can do that quite easily. And it's, uh, you know, it's good for you. It's not so, going to buckle your scaffolding. No, no. Does it still have the musty kind of leisure centre smell? No, sad. They didn't bring that with them. Oh, no. no. There was a distinct spell, wasn't there, of like a mixture of sweat and mould. (laughs) Well, I used to go to the um, summer school type thing, you know, the play scheme during the summer. Oh, yeah. That was uh, was pretty good there because that was when they used to bring out like the big inflatable thing into into the pool as well. They've got those now in the uh, yeah. new pool. Yeah, bigger uh, and even more extravagant yeah. now. Well, these posh ones. Not like before, it was basically just running across a load of rafts. <laughs> it literally was that, and hoping you don't fall and drown. Yeah, and if you, if you did fall and go underneath it, that was it. You were gonna. Yeah. Great fun, Did though. many people perish? I don't think anyone perished <laughs> on a play scheme. <laughs> that would have been a, a proper scandal. <laughs> That's a blast yeah. from the past. Play scheme. Do yeah. they still run? I don't know, actually. Paul, you have not, young children. Not to my knowledge. Hmm. What, that you have young children or at the play scheme? Yeah. <laughs> you have young children. No, I'm not aware of these. <laughs> my name's not <laughs> Boris Johnson. No. Oh. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, bloody hell. Oh. <laughs> you, we're you, all buggered. <laughs> it's COVID and everyone is just, oh, we're all buggered. <laughs> Ooh, he's what he, said, he, he said a lot of sensible stuff. Is he? No, no, I'm thinking of Boris Becker. <laughs> <sighs> uh, right, I think it's that time of the show that we should get uh, the film review. So who is doing the film review this week? Me. Ah. What is the film review? Oh, hold on. Let's have a gap for the jingle. Yeah. Well, I've got that new one by Geraldine to put in. Oh, right. You did use it last month, uh, last week, did you? You recorded it last week. I know, but I mean, you you didn't actually, you you didn't splice it in. You just kept it au naturel. Yeah, yeah, it was more, it was more natural flowing that way. So, so I'll yeah. stick it in about now. Who are Mrs. Are you suggesting that that you should have like put the one that you recorded in organically and then edited it and put the other one in just after that one had finished? Yes. Fair play. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because anyway. I did listen back to it. Oh, it's time for a film review. Do 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 do. Paul Tingy's doing it. Do 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 do. How many Tingy Ticks is it gonna get? Do 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 do. No one gives a shit. So, right, what are you doing then this week? What am I doing this week? Not that. But the film that I watched when I should have been doing stuff was Spice World. Oh God. 
Why? Why? Because somebody messaged me going, I bet you wouldn't watch Spice World for your podcast. Well, listen to this, Steve. I just have. Well, what did you well, think? What did I think? Well, I was upset that Meatloaf was the driver um, of the bus because I was really looking forward to seeing Frank Bruno make his cameo. Then I remembered, actually, he uh, left filming for personal reasons. Um, <laughs> You're the only... Like, Meatloaf is surely a better celebrity than Frank Bruno any day of the week. I've met Frank Bruno on several occasions. He's a really nice guy. And he does a load of work for, for loads of charities. And he quite often he goes to hospitals to uh, visit people and just shake their hands and make them feel feel yeah. happy. Yeah, he's punched them first. That's why yeah. they've gone to hospitals. And that's why he's visiting them. He feels bad. Yeah, he goes around and threatening them, going, you're not, you're not going to arrest me, are you? You're not going to get me arrested. I don't want what turn into Mike Reed. Don't leave me, Pat. Uh, what have you done to me, Pat? Pat. Turn it in. It's Dave the Elephant. It's Dave the Elephant, Mike Reed. This is Dave the Elephant. I'm Dave the Elephant. This is Mike Reed. Turn it in. Um, Distinct difference. So, Spice World had all your favourites. Spice up your life. This film will not spice up your life despite the catchy tagline. Um, all your favourite spices were there. Baby spice, ginger spice, scary spice, sporty spice, posh spice, and to nick a very old Jim Davidson joke, old spice, if they remade it now. Um, well, what can I say about this film? It came out in 1997. Um, is that old? It is that old. Um I believe, I believe it um, had it. So I think it, it was launched in December, its premiere, and it was launched to the public, I think, on Boxing Day. Um, mm. And Richard E. Grant, who I think is a better actor than Hugh Grant, really let himself down by agreeing to be in this film. However, <laughs> when, when you're an actor, you've got to take jobs that pay the bills. So I understand. Um, Good on you, Rich. Um, <laughs> go on, you wanna? This film has one of the greatest jokes in, in like crap films ever. Like when Meatloaf is asked something as a bus driver, and he says, "I will do anything for these girls, but I won't do that." <laughs> really? And I just think that was that that was worth it for the film. Nothing else. Mm. I, I can't remember anything else of it at all. <laughs> well, thanks for ruining my one good part of the film, AMJ. So, sorry, Paul. I didn't mean to. I was trying. I was trying to help, but I, I, I'm just like. Well, that was that was my pro at the beginning, which stopped it from being zero ticks. Oh. Mm. Um, we could edit this out. No, keep it in. I want everyone to know why I now sound crushed and defeated. Fair um, I'll say so anything that... for Paul, but I, I won't do that. <laughs> that's a shame that's what, me, that's what got me into this podcast um, wow. two out of three eight, man. <laughs> but you know the indie, he's on the list um, <laughs> when they finally get to, when they finally get to the Albert Hall you know they they charge 
all the Spice Girls with dangerous driving, criminal damage, flying a bus without a license. No fairness, that should have gone to Meatloaf. Um, and Frightening the Pigeons. Frightening the Pigeons. Yeah. Was it uh, Major Coup? We've already established that was a Flamingo, but I like the callback. <laughs> um, <laughs> Roger Moore was in it. Unbelievable. Does uh, he? I re- yeah, I was really upset. Roger that- Moore? <laughs> he probably did Roger them all. Um, I don't think you could say that. <laughs> I just did. So you get on the list, and, 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 and what, what makes you think that Roger Moore has had sex with all of the Spice Girls? <laughs> because he's called Roger, and his surname's Moore. He just likes Roger Moore, and he was James Bond, so you know yeah. he, he would be able to. Oh he, no, actually, he did not sleep with any of the Spice Girls because they're still all alive. Um, you know that that reminds me of my sex life. What back? <laughs> that Roger Moore had an STI that was capable of killing anybody <laughs> no, he slept with. No, no, you know when you know this, this is what I'm getting at, AMJ. Uh, no. James Bond's sex. No, listen, James Bond's sex life reminds me a bit of my sex life. You know, when he sleeps with a lovely lady, they end up dying, don't they? In the films, this is what I mean. I don't just mean Roger Moore. I mean any. Not always. Oh, I see. I, I thought you yeah. were saying he might have had something a but, bit. But he'd be out of there like a bat out of hell. Yeah. That's me, though, not Roger Moore. Um, uh, but, you know, and that, that reminds me of my sex life, but it doesn't always happen in that order. Um, uh, I'll tell, I tell you what. What? So this, this doesn't actually only get one tingy tick. Um, it does get more than one tingy tick. And do you know why? Why? Because of a very, very small cameo, um, the character was called Mr. Step. Um, actually, there's two reasons. Alton John's in it as well, and I quite like Alton John. Uh, mm-hmm. Bob Geldof lost a couple of points. Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie, that gained it some, some more points. But again, I was disappointed in them. Um, but Michael Barrymore was Mr. Step. Ah, just don't go to a swimming pool. He's proven innocent. Um, and, you know, if it wasn't for that swimming pool, Ant and Deck would not have the career they have now. So they need to be... That's a good point. Yeah. All right. uh, so I'm you left, right and centre right now. So what are you saying? Because it, he got cancelled, Ant and Deck got boosted up. Yes. Mark Barrymore was Saturday Night TV. He was a fantastic host. Yeah, Barrymore did everything. Awesome. His live show from 1993 is worth checking out on YouTube, nerds. Mm. See, when when Barrymore was uh, unable to do Saturday Night stuff anymore, they brought in PJ and Duncan. Yep. Let's get ready, ready, let's get ready, ready, let's get ready to rumble. So they kind of saw it like a stepping stone. Brilliant. <laughs> nice. I'm happy with that, right? I'm retiring. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Such, such a niche reference that everyone's gone. What? Google it. Well, I love Google the way it. we all got it. Yeah. And you know that uh, there may be a sequel coming out. That'd be something to look forward to, won't it? So, anyway, it got 2.3 tingy ticks. Hang on. A sequel for Spice World. 
So what is it? What are they doing? They're going on like a, a shearings holiday or something. Yeah. For old people. Old Spice World. Old Spice. I like that. Old Spice World. So how many tingy ticks was that? 2.3. 2. 2.3. I'm actually making note of these now. Whose are those lovely tingy ticks? They're my tingy ticks. Okay. So which of the Spice Girls <laughs> would you like to get hold of their tingy ticks? Uh, none of them are married. <laughs> <laughs> I I had the and I don't want to go on that list. And they're about what? twice your age now. When I was when I was at like, to be honest, there's twice my age at that point as well. Yeah, well, well they're always yeah, be yeah. twice your age. <laughs> yeah, that's how ages work. Yeah, but Rod for some reason. <laughs> not quite though, because if you're three and your brother is six, when you're sixteen, they're not thirty-two. Mm. Sorry to sorry to be and ruin that's the fun. I have the biggest crush. It's always one. Jerry Hallowell. Yeah, yeah Jerry Hallowell. Hallowell is mine. Yeah. Well, it, when I was younger, Mouse Sea was my favourite. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I quite like it. was a toss up between. <laughs> I bet it was. <laughs> I bet it was. He's right. I'm just messaging the list makers. <laughs> every, every, the way this is being done is because we all know now every part is going don't say anything and just the most ludicrous stuff I don't think you've ever used the word toss up ever <laughs> up until that point it would have to be a toss up between me and me and uh, dear, and Mel C and, uh, and Jerry Hallowell <laughs> you know who Jerry, Jerry Hallowell is married to now no Jeff Bezos no the, uh, she's married to a very rich person, hasn't she? She is, yeah. It's the, the team boss of Red Bull, uh, F1 well, that's team. That's it. That's right. Yeah. That is correct. He's, uh, he's a very nice chap as well. Have you met oh. him? Uh, no, not actually met him. But uh, well, I've, I've, say, uh, I've heard some good... that you had a toss-up between his wife and Mousy? <laughs> no, no. But she <laughs> did give me a funny wink. I said wink. Your like early bonus, like I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if we're gonna go down, if we're going going down like those crushes when you start early bonus, I like that. But but do you remember, like, when you were like, Wow, it works, that's what it's meant to do. I've I've only ever had celebrity wise, I've only ever had two, yeah, Rachel Stevens and Christina Aguilera. Strong choice. Cat Cat Dealey on uh, yeah. SFTV. That, that was a good one. Uh, she was always a good one. And of course, uh, Helena Bonham Carter is still my uh, celebrity uh, go to. It's a sole alternative. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I will go with obviously Jerry Hallowell and Michaela Strachan. Because yeah. ah. okay. uh, she got you really wild. Yeah, and, so, and for a weird time, Kirsten O'Brien when I was young, but then met her in later life, and it just felt really awkward. Uh, I thought you said that, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, then. <laughs> Richard O'Brien. Come on, like the man, the man's full of crystals. Meth. Meth. That <laughs> way well, probably is now. Is Come Richard to the Crystal O'Brien? Dome. Is where we smoke all the crystal meth. <laughs> ah! Anyway, now come see all my crystal balls. Oh, no, he's going to try and. <laughs> Them. <laughs> <laughs> if you want uh, to get up corporate ladder, 
Corporate ladder. <laughs> Stop Richard Old Brian's cock. What? These are old Brian. He's old Brian. Richard Old Brian. What's uh, he doing right. now? I don't know. I don't want to know. I think on that note, I think I might have to say tutty bye, everyone. Let's say goodbye then for this week, and uh, and we'll see you all next week. Uh, this this was week twenty two, you know, twenty two weeks this has been on. Oh my goodness, week tw- I didn't even come into week thirteen. No, no, so blimey. Anyway, um, right, goodbye everyone. Goodbye Bye-bye. everyone. He's waiting. Bye bye. Uh, I think that'll do. There's one big last sigh just to finish off. <laughs> Not finish you off. <laughs> Get on that list. Oh, I safely can say that's probably after that list. That was closer to the knuckle than anything we've ever done. Like, <laughs> I literally was kind of thinking, oh, bugger. Musical Insights. <laughs>